posted this on TikTok advertising it, and oh my gosh, we had 500 applicants for my first one. You're 500. kidding. And you don't charge? It's free. So I'm, I'm giving back, but it's also great exposure oh, for the firm. Absolutely. Yeah. People like to work with people. And people want to connect with you. Absolutely. Attorneys are taught to challenge everything, tear things apart, break them down, but the qualities that make lawyers great can be some of the worst for running a business. At every stage of growth, running a business and practicing law can feel overwhelming. And what happens when you try to add life and family to the mix? It can feel nearly impossible. You don't have to do this alone. I'm Maria Monroy, president and co-founder of Lawring, an SEO agency for ambitious law firms. Each week, we hear from the industry leaders on what it really takes to run a law firm, from marketing to manifestation. Because success lies in the balance of life and law, we're here to help you tip the scales. Today on Live with Tally Goody, we discuss social media, starting your own firm, and being a working mom. I wanted her to come on and talk about social media because she was one of the first lawyers to do this. And if you don't know who she is, that's you must not be on social media. If you're a lawyer and you want to start doing social media, Tally breaks it all up for us today from how she gets her ideas, how to use the app, what equipment she's using. I hope that you guys find this helpful. All right. So I really want to talk about social media. I think every single lawyers, especially the younger ones, are attempting social media right now. Yes, I've seen it. Like, this is the year where all the lawyers are on social media. I mean, I'm scrolling through and I'm like, oh, lawyer, lawyer, law firm. It's awesome. It's great. It is. However, I really don't think that it's for everyone. And I don't think people should do it just for the sake of doing it. I agree with you. Yes. And I want to hear your story of like how you got started, like what your approach is. I actually got started back in 2020. I started my firm in 2019, changed practice areas, came into personal injury and employment law, and I knew I had big competition because I was like, okay, there are so many known attorneys in this industry and I'm just coming in like, who am I? You know, just starting fresh. So I thought I had to... Um, do something unique that not a lot of attorneys were doing. And back in 2020, it was, um, social media wasn't used as much. I mean, not to the extent it's used now. And I got on TikTok. So uh, TikTok. TikTok, I was really hesitant about it first. I was like, oh, it's, it's like an app for kids or dancing. You know, it, it, I really didn't think much of it. Do you dance on TikTok? No. <laughs> I think I've done like a couple dance routines in the beginning, and this was before COVID. So not a lot of wow, people were on it yet. Okay. And I just posted a few things and it, you know, it took off. I was like, wow. I posted like my first, one of my first videos was steps on becoming a lawyer. And it was like the most simple thing. I put like uh, high school education, four years of college, LSAT, you know, it was like, and I was dancing, simple. That one went viral, but I think it went viral because my dancing was off the beat. So I had all these like, you know, hater comments, That's trolls, so funny. hilarious. It worked in your yeah, favor. Yeah, it did. And so, um, yeah, so I, I started on TikTok and then I was like, this is great. It reaches a huge audience. And so I continued creating content on TikTok and um, I spent like a whole, a good year and a half just every day almost posting just different things, personal injury related content for people who want to become lawyers, for law students. And what made you 
like take this direction of like if you want to become a lawyer or targeting law students like where did that idea come from you know honestly it kind of just happened naturally I was not planning it I I like I said my first video I just was playing around I was like let's just share the steps it takes to be a lawyer um, and then I realized that there's so many high school students, college students that are interested in becoming a lawyer. And I was like, this is great. Like, I, I love mentoring. And so I spent like a good portion of my content for aspiring lawyers because I enjoyed putting that content out there. And did you think, okay, this is going to get me direct clients? I didn't necessarily think that, but I, I knew it was good exposure. That's the most important thing in whatever way fits me and what I actually enjoy doing. So I did that. I got clients. I mean, I, I think from a video I posted where it was day in my life as a personal injury lawyer, um, you know, law firm owner. That one really, I started getting a lot of calls because it said personal injury. And then I got like one call saying, oh, I was scrolling TikTok. My dad needs a personal injury lawyer. And it was like, okay, cool. And that ended up being one of my like first biggest cases I had. That's amazing. Um, yeah, I just settled it last year, so Congrats. it was awesome. Thank you. Uh, and then the same thing happened again. Like I started that one started going viral, and then I started getting more hits on it. And it was just like it was amazing that there's people just scrolling on their FYP, which is the for you page, the main like explore page, and they came across my video, and it's a personal injury, and you know, I was like, great, I can help. Awesome. I remember when I downloaded TikTok a few, maybe like a year ago, and I couldn't figure it out, and I text you like on the verge of tears, like, I, how do I use this? And you're like trying to walk me through it, and I gave up. I was like, no, I can't do this. Oh. I do reels, but one thing I've noticed is like, okay, so everybody's trying to do these, these videos, but sometimes I feel like they come across like they lack authenticity. Not you. Yeah. Just everyone that's kind of trying to get into the space. And what I find fascinating is that you went down this road of like targeting law students. Mm -hmm. Not only does that create referrals for you now from law students, but when they go off mm -hmm. and they start practicing law and let's say they don't do PI or they're in a different state and they get a case, it can create that also uh, potential referrals, right? Right. But I think that there are so many ways that people could target a certain audience and it doesn't have to be so broad because I don't think at the end of the day people really care about a personal injury firm like nobody really wants to follow a personal injury lawyer that's talking about personal injury all day mm -hmm. I totally agree with you because everyone's getting out there throwing content out and thinking okay we have to post direct sales material which means let me talk about personal injury what I do my case results, client reviews. While all of that is great, I think there needs to be more, like you said. Absolutely. And like you see it with like Law by Mike or Top Dog. They're just posting like random things. They're, they all seem to be related to like what's legal, what isn't legal. Mm -hmm. But it's not super PI specific. Mm -hmm. But you took it a step further. You completely went out of like necessarily posting about PI, PI, PI. Because you don't only practice PI, right? You also do right. employment. I do employment as well, yes. Right. So... I think lawyers should really think about, like, besides personal injury or, um, I mean, I would argue in family law, you could probably post more because that's so specific to, like, it's so personal to people. Mm -hmm. And so many people have, like, you know, they're either going through a divorce or they're having issues with their partner. So I think 
that might work a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And same with criminal law. I feel like in criminal defense, like it's almost like kind of cool to know what's what's legal, what's not mm-hmm. legal. But if we talk about PI, I think where lawyers are missing is like find something that you're really passionate about, you really enjoy doing, and then out of every 10 videos, throw one in about PI. Yeah, exactly. I think that's that's like spot on because and I also I do think the posting generally about law is good, but at the same time, I think people may forget what type of law you practice. So you may be getting a lot of random requests, which as long as you have a good team to help, you know, manage that, it's fine. But I can imagine getting a bunch of hits from like random states that you don't even practice in. Does that um, happen to you? Do you get cases from other states or it, are most of your followers California? No, based? it happens from other states. And it's great because I've actually, you know, I've gotten referrals and, you know, people like, hey, I'm looking for a lawyer in New York. And I'll be like, let me just ask my network, you know, and I've already built a great network of people that I can refer cases to, you know. So I think that's a cool part about social media. But going back to what you were saying, I think posting something that you're passionate about is very important. And taking people into your life, showing people what, you know, why you wake up in the morning, what you do, what you do, you know, why you do what you do, and um, what you enjoy about it. Because it's like, you, you don't want to just have the title of, I am a lawyer. There's more to you, you know? And I think it's important to be able to show that hey, I am, like, yes, I'm a mom, I, you know, do this, I have passions, hobbies, things like that. I think being able to tie that into your content really makes you more personable. You're human, and yeah. people like to hire people. Right. Like, they're not just hiring the title. Mm-hmm. It's like, who are you as a person? Yeah. People like to work with people. And people want to connect with you. Absolutely. So it's like, if they don't feel like they can connect and you're just too... Lawyery. I don't want. I don't even know if that's a word, but you know what I mean. Like, oh, I think everyone <laughs> understood what you meant by that. Like, yeah. every person in the world hears that, and they're like, "Yep." Like, you're just a lawyer. Like, you, the minute you wake up till the yeah. morning you sleep, you know, and that's not true. We're we're more than that. Absolutely, yeah. and it's funny because I feel like social media is also breaking the idea of, and I think this was caused by television of what a lawyer should look like. Mm, very true. Very very. And true. I love that. Yeah, because you see. Obviously, younger lawyers are more drawn to social media because it's what they've grown up with to some extent, whereas I feel like the older lawyers are like, wait, what? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, no, I'm not doing that, right? And I think the younger pe- attorneys or, you know, young students that want to be lawyers, they love looking at lawyers, you know, TikToks, Instagrams to see, like, what's a day in the life for them? Like, is this something that I want to do in the future? Because... No one really knows, okay, what do lawyers do really? You think, like you said, what you see on TV, you're in the courtroom every single day. That's not true. A lot of them are just in their offices, they're meeting with clients. You know, they all, every lawyer has a different role in their firm or in what they want, like, you know, what they want their own firm to value. Absolutely. I want to talk to you about authenticity and Mm -hmm. then I'd like you to kind of explain to me how often you're recording, um, do you like pre-set everything? Totally. And you know, it's funny. It's like, I remember we were at that case peer lit yeah. and it was me, Bob and Brett and all of us came to, what's one tip? Be authentic. You know, I remember we all said the same thing. But that word gets thrown around so much that it's like almost like annoying. Like, it's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like triggering, you That's know? That's why like, I try not like, to say it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> but, but that is, be genuine, right? Yeah. What, what does that mean to you? You know, honestly, I think 
putting out content that you feel comfortable with. So, you know, you see other lawyers create, like you're saying, like top dog law and like all them, they, do, they have their similar styles. There's, you know, attorneys coming out there trying to copy that exactly. I could see that being, you know, a recipe for disaster because it's not necessarily you. If I try to do something where I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm trying to not copy someone else, but try a different style that's not me, it, you could tell, you know, you could see that oh, through absolutely. the video. I, I think so. And my husband's always like, you should do a video on this and like this. And like, he was a stand-up comedian and like, he's very silly. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, there's no one that's ever met me. He's like, oh, Maria's so silly. Like, I'm either going to be sarcastic or like blunt. Like, <laughs> there's not going to be, you know, or like, I'm going to like be a ball buster, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to be like silly, dancing, like, I'm not going to do that. I know. Grayson does the same thing with me. He's like, oh, you should do some funny videos. I'm like, I'm not funny, though. Not, like, I, that's how I feel. <laughs> for me, I feel like I like to share tips, you know, educational tips, motivational tips. That stuff really resonates with the people that are viewing my content, you know, or like showing that I went through a difficult time, I overcame it, and that gives hope to people. So yeah. that's kind of my style, and it's always been. I try new things, but you know, sometimes I'm like, it just doesn't work for me. And so I, you know, I don't do that. My favorite videos of you are the ones where you're like, if my younger self mm -hmm. could only see me now. Yeah, I love those videos. Those are the best. Or like what I didn't know on the first day of law school. And yeah. like, I met my husband the first uh -huh. day and this and like all these things, like where you're at now. I think those are like amazing. Those make me so emotional when I like I'm like it. emotional I'm like, just talking <laughs> about it with you. I'm yeah. like, I'm don't get emotional with me. Those, those are my favorite. Me too. I have to make more. So you should. <laughs> you should. Yeah. Um, do you include your? You don't include your daughter in the videos, right? I or haven't really been posting her on. I made like a private account to just post her whenever yeah. I want. But I don't know. I'm still kind of not sure how I feel about putting her on my internet on my social media. Yeah. I agree. Do whatever makes you feel comfortable. And I think that's really what it has to come down to. Like, do you feel comfortable doing this video? Does it feel like yourself? Right. And I, I always think about three things whenever I post a video. I'm like, okay, am I providing value to the people that are viewing it? Like, what's the point I'm trying to get across? What's the message? And then the last one is, is it authentic to me? So am I me? Am I showing my, my true self? Or am I, do I have a mask? Is this me? Or am I just trying to, you know, sell my business? Or, you know, it, it, there's a lot to think about. But I think ultimately feeling comfortable and knowing that this is you and something you want to put out there is the most important thing. And that makes sense. I like that. I like the, am I adding value? Which could also be like, or is the humorous, which is value right. because mm -hmm. it's, you're making someone laugh. Is it entertaining? Mm -hmm. Like, what is that value? And is there something? Or are you just like rambling for no reason? Exactly. I mean, I think it's good to think about that. I yeah. know, obviously, you don't want to overthink it, but it's helpful to know, like, yeah, is it educational? Is it funny? Um, you know, is it inspirational? There's a lot of different right. ways this content can make people feel. Absolutely. And I think if you're going to do something that maybe doesn't provide value, I think that's what Insta stories are for. Exactly. Like, like yeah. and that's kind of how I determine, am I posting a video or am I just doing an Insta story? Mm -hmm. And as you guys know, I mostly do Insta stories because there's no value there. Right. Except just me messing around. Exactly. Um, or like, that's kind of how we feel about like posting um, client reviews sometimes or just like, you know, being like, here's what my firm does. I feel like it, that stuff that's, it's helpful, but I feel like it's better on a website. Let's talk about your website. 
I get compliments I, on it. All I the love time. my website. Thanks to Law Rank. You guys did amazing. I uh, love it. It's so clean. It's so modern and it just fits my vibe. What's the website so people can check it out? Goodylawgroup.com. I love it. Yeah, it's it's great. So what is it like? Like, do you plan out 30 videos at a time? Are you looking at what's trending now? And this is where like I get stuck. I'm like, well, how much content do I record in advance? How do I know what's trending yeah. if I'm not someone that's on TikTok all day? Like, do you use an app to like pre-schedule everything? Are you doing it yourself? Mm -hmm. Did you hire people? Kind of walk us through what that's like. You know, to first start is I kind of create a master list of major topics that I feel I can provide value to, you know, to the community about. So for example, how to become a lawyer, um, you know, law firm life, parent life, how to balance. Like I make just main, main categories. It's not like I sit down and just do this all one day. I have a running Google Doc. So it's like when inspiration strikes, I go to my Google Doc, I add a couple things, you know, whatever comes to mind. I go and write it down or else I'm gonna forget. But basically, you know, you'll, under these big categories, you'll create subcategories of questions that people wanna know or important facts that you wanna share. And so I, I always start with that. And then when it comes down to actually getting inspiration on what type of videos to create, that really, for me, it's scrolling through TikTok. I know it's not for everybody, but you know, I, I don't scroll on there all the time. It's just like maybe when I need a break or at the end of the day, I go through my FYP, the For You page, and if I see a video where I'm like, oh, I could do a good play on one of my topics, like off this one, and I'll mm. save the video in my files, you could save it on your TikTok app. And then, you know, one day when I'm like, all right, today's the day. I'm going to sit down and create a batch of content. What is your setup? Are you recording with your phone? Are you doing everything through the TikTok app? Is someone helping you? I do everything through TikTok app. Um, I do have a social media assistant, but I do the filming all by myself. So, yeah, it's simple. I just use my iPhone, tripods, um, the ring light, and um, film all on my own because... I love just filming by myself because I feel like that's when I can be my, my most authentic self. Right, you know? <laughs> right, right. right. Uh, no one's there watching you, yeah. Because I get maybe shy or I yeah. get kind of nervous. I'm like, uh, you know, I want to do a retake, but I'm yeah. not sure. So yeah, and me, if you want to like do a retake 20 times, you like, can. And you it's can. fine. Right. So yeah, so I love to just sit down. Like I don't usually plan my actual content like the day I film because that's way too much. So, you know, it'll be either a couple days before I'll sit down and say, look at like my saved TikToks. I'm like, oh yeah, I like that one. I like that one. I can match that with this category that I have. And, and how like, often are you doing this? Because trends change how quickly? Pretty quick. Like I think a good trend on TikTok can last a month. Okay. So you got to just do it quickly or else you're going to be late. And I mean, it could still be okay. You might bring the trend back. It's possible. There is a trend that I know I'm like really early to, I just get on it like super quick. I'll just film it without it being on a batch day. How do you know though? How do you know it's a trend? How do you know that you're early? Cause I'll start seeing the multiple styles of that video in my FYP. Like it'll keep popping up. Different people are doing it in their own ways. And I'm like, this is like, I could totally do this. Like the younger self videos. Those are always trends on TikTok that I find. Interesting. And so I'm like, this is perfect. I can use this. I'm going to just, you know, bring it back and do my spin on it. And then do you take that video, you're recording it on TikTok. Are you then downloading it 
And then uploading it to Reels as well? Yes. And now TikTok, you're able to save the video without the watermark. Right. Which so is now required this. for Instagram to let it trend? I think so. But I've seen Instagram Reels where they have the TikTok I've watermark and they've gone viral. So I think that's just Instagram trying to say like, create the videos on our platform, you right. know, just as a competitor. But you're creating the video using the TikTok platform. I prefer the TikTok platform. It's right. more user-friendly. Instagram has a lot of glitches. I've created, I've created some reels and I'm like, gosh, it's just like deleted all the text that I had and I have to redo it again. So. And how long does it take you to create, say, one video? If it's very simple with like me just like kind of like wording something like five seconds or me just like standing there, it could take a matter of like, I mean, a few minutes. You got to get on it. I it's, know. It's I'm going fun. to. It's, it's, it's in the works. It's, it's like once you get on it and you feel like you're getting in a good flow, that also provides inspiration on future videos because you'll start seeing frequently asked questions or things that people write in the comments where they're like, oh, like, what about this? Or I want to see more of this. Then you're like, great. Like, I have so many ideas for my next videos now just coming from the community. And so, okay, you said if it's a five-second video, how long? I mean, to make it? Yeah. A, little, like, a couple minutes. I and mean, if it's a more complex, like, multiple shots. Right. Transitions. Okay, that could take me, like, a couple hours. I've wow. done that before with transitions where it's like I'm changing outfits. And then I have to, like, jump into something or, like, turn. And, you know, it's not hitting exactly the right angle of where the previous footage was. That's where it gets a little bit complicated. Got it. And how many videos do you recommend posting per week? Uh, on TikTok or on, on Inst or both? Both. Well, TikTok, it's, they make it seem like you need to be posting every day. I mean, to get engagement, it seems like, yes, as long as you keep posting consistently, consistently. I don't do that right now. I mean, for me, I had to slow down a little bit just because I had the baby. Yeah. And so it's obviously I haven't been posting as much as I normally do, but I'm going to get back into it soon. I think the most important thing is to be consistent with your schedule. So, for example, if you are always posting three to four TikToks a week and your, your community, your followers expect that, keep doing that because they're going to come back and be like, oh, where are those three to four videos? I know that's what she generally posts. But then you go MIA and then engagement kind of comes down a little bit. So as long as you post what's consistent and comfortable for you, I think that's the most important thing. What's a good starting point, though, for those firms or lawyers that have never done this and they're, like, super lost? Like, what do you think is, like, a good starting point? It depends point? on their time. I mean, if... If you have a team that's doing things for you, maybe that makes it a little bit quicker. If you're doing everything on your own, that could be, you know, it, it, and then on top of work too. But you're at working. a minimum, let's say at a minimum. To start, um, I would try to just do three to four times a week. If you really want to take off, post every day when you first start. Wow. Because if you post every day, you're going to start seeing engagement quicker than if you post only three to four times a week. How many videos can you do in a day? Well, depending on the video. Don't give me the lawyer answer, Sally. <laughs> okay, so if we have like videos with no transitions, you could probably do like 20 videos, and 20 then to you, 30. Can you use an app to pre-schedule them or you have to like do it? You the can day do apps. So my assistant helps me with that, okay. with the pre-scheduling. I don't know how I feel about it because I think that engagement is lower when it's not 
posted right when you do it. Like, I don't know how it works with that. I'm not sure yet. And I don't want to give any false information. What out, do you mean right when you do it? Because if you're recording 20 in a day, you're not, are, are you no, posting? No, no, no. You save them in your drafts, but there's a way oh. to pre-schedule. Like you want it to be posted yes. one tomorrow, one like on Wednesday. Like later or yeah. Hootsuite or something So I don't like know how that. I feel about that exactly. But okay. yes, you want to save them all. So you just keep them mm -hmm. in the TikTok app. In the drafts. Ready to go in yeah. the drafts. Yeah. And then you post them when you're ready. When I'm ready, yeah. That's what I usually do. I don't have the, I don't do the scheduling. Got it. Yeah. So let's recap. You have a place for ideas where you just dump all of your mm -hmm. ideas. Obviously you have not, I don't want to say persona, but you have what aligns with you, what you're willing, like your subjects basically mm -hmm. that you're constantly exactly. touching on. And then you plan out your video, like you save the videos that you find that you like mm -hmm. in the app mm -hmm. and then you try to match them to your ideas. Mm -hmm. You plan this beforehand. Yes. And then you do a day of shooting. You use a tripod, your a ring light, and your iPhone. Mm -hmm. You record by yourself, mm -hmm. um, and then you edit within the app. You save them to the drafts, and then whatever day you're ready to post, you're posting from the drafts. Exactly. Or and sometimes what I've been doing now is having my assistant um, add text and edit for me. It gets a little bit more complicated when there's multiple people working on one video because TikTok doesn't allow your user to have like multiple people logged in because the videos are saved on your device, if that makes sense. Mm. So the TikTok account that you have on your phone will have the videos you filmed on your phone saved. But if someone else goes onto your account and films separate videos on theirs, those videos will not automatically transfer to your phone. So they how do you will, do it? Sometimes we'll screen record the final product and then I'll send that to her and then she'll upload it through her TikTok account. That's my account technically, but it's on her phone. Right. But we, it, we have to keep changing things up. It's hard. But now that you can download the video before posting, that saved everything. So we're down, you, you can download it with no text. I send it to her. She adds it into her TikTok account, or sorry, my TikTok account on her phone. She adds the text, adds the sound, and then, um, and then lowers the an original sound. I know this is complicated because mine had sound on it initially. So you have to lower the original sound in order to match it with the trending sound that you want it to match with. I guess when you download a video, and I assume it's similar to Instagram, because I know how to use the Reels app, mm -hmm. ironically. When you <laughs> download a video, let's say you add music into a Reel and mm -hmm. you download it, it removes the music. So I have to assume that if on TikTok you're doing a voiceover, it removes the voiceover. Right, well, so if you download the music, like let's say you're done filming on TikTok, you download it, and then you want to post it on Instagram, um, it's not gonna automatically say the sound name. So you have to go on Instagram and find the sound. That, and re-add it? Yeah, because you want your video to be in the pool of videos that are with that sound, if that makes sense. That makes sense, but yes, because you can, I've done that where I find like a video that's so funny and I wanna see everyone that, that mm -hmm. did that exactly. video. If you add a voiceover, in TikTok and you download it, does it remove the voiceover or does oh, it keep it? No, it keeps the voiceover. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I, it should keep, if you're doing a voiceover, right? Yes. Like you're actually talking into it. Yeah, it'll keep that. But you're talking into it, but does it actually put the voiceover into the video? It does. Okay, that's yeah, awesome. As far as I know, yeah, because I've done that before. Okay, but what yeah. you're saying is because you want it to be in the pool with that mm -hmm. sound that people can find your video by that sound, Exactly. you want to lower the volume, and then re-add it exactly. in Instagram. The only thing with 
transferring from TikTok to Instagram is the sounds sometimes don't match up because the sounds that are used on Instagram might be like two seconds longer. So it won't match by two seconds. It's, oh. These are like little technical no things. No wonder. Like, sometimes I see someone upload a video on Instagram and I'm, I'm like, you're really way off. Like, well, and I think the problem with that is because when you download on TikTok, I don't know now, it might be different because TikTok's allowing you to save. But before, you know, the whole watermark being removed, you'd have to go to these weird apps to download TikToks without the watermark. So it would be going through this like secondhand app and it would naturally slow down the video. Oh my God. And so no matter what, you're off because it's just the way that it got downloaded without the watermark. So it's not people's fault. They're not really off. It's just the way that it was saved. Got it. So. But now social media is not the only way you're generating cases. You're actually kind of doing what you do on social in a different way, but in the real world. Yes. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So um, we host classes um, and it's for law students. So actually I'm going to have a class coming up soon. But basically what we do is they're called mock law school classes. And my first one that I did was back in 2021. What gave you this idea? Well, seeing that there are so many people interested in law school and there were so many people asking like, what is a law school class like? Like, I wanna know more about it. And I'm like, what if we just did a mock law school class where we just pretended like this is an actual class in law school. Grayson and I are the teachers <laughs> uh, or the professors, excuse me. I posted this on TikTok advertising it and oh my gosh, there were like, we had 500 applicants for this, my first one. You're 500. kidding. And you don't charge? It's free. So I'm, I'm giving back, but it's also great exposure oh, for the firm. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know that they're going to be so like grateful and like if they have a case exactly. or their friend has a case, it's going to come to you guys. And at the end of the class, we tell them, hey, if you ever need any help on personal injury, you know, we like do a little promo at the end. Good. But, you know, it's ultimately it's a really good feeling after we do the class. Like I feel like so happy because I see the excitement of these students and just all of them just like writing me messages afterwards, posting on Instagram saying, this was so fun. And like, there really isn't anything like that out there. It's like, we've had three so far. No, only, only two. It, we didn't get to do one last year because I was pregnant, baby came, so t none in 2022. But this is the first, we're gonna have one in the next month or so, and I'm really excited. I wanna do something more with it, but I think I like the spontaneity of it where I just randomly And is it in person? It. Uh, it's Zoom. It's Zoom. It's okay. Zoom. And how many people can join? We, I have like unlimited. I mean, I think I made the limit like 200. There's people that drop out last right. minute. That's awesome. So, Congrats. Yeah. That's Thank a really you. cool idea. That's fun. Maybe it'll grow into something. That's what I'm thinking. And even like if somebody realizes, oh, wait, this is like not what I'm interested in. Like you literally just saved them three we, years yeah. of their life. Like we do the full Socratic method. Um, wow. Where it's like, I tell them up front, like, hey, you know, you, you may be called on, just be ready. We won't make it really scary, like what it really is, but we're going to help you so you learn I would what it it's scary. like. You I know? mean, I'd yeah. be like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's great. That's awesome. And do you like take clips and post it on, on social yes. or no? The first couple that we did, they were like, there weren't that many great clips, but mm -hmm. I'm going to do that for this one. All right. Well, what's next for you guys? Anything well, exciting? Um, well, Goody Law Group is, you know, we're just every day growing, knock on wood, loving it, getting new clients. Um, got the mock law school class coming, and I have a baby. I know. So I'm, I'm doing parenthood plus law firm 
law firm life. Have you thought of doing videos of like that transition? In t- from I was thinking about it. You really that's should. What I, that's what I'm thinking of. I think that can also be really motivating. And I think, exactly. And I think a lot of people, I was just speaking to someone that wants to be a lawyer and she's like, I don't know if I want to go to law school anymore. And I was like, why? And she's like, well, family is really important to me. And I've been talking to so many lawyers and all of them are saying they don't have time for family. You're the first one that has said that you have time for family. And that's bullshit. There are so many female lawyers that are amazing lawyers that have children. And I was like, I can't believe that, you know, and that's why I post what I post because there are so many people that are like, don't be a lawyer, don't go to, don't go to law school. And I'm like, those people are not happy with their lives because they haven't found a firm that they like working at. They haven't built a life that they, you know, they're basically just going to work for somebody else or they're just in a toxic environment, you know? It's not right. always like that. Like, creating my firm was the best thing I could have done to cultivate a good environment for my family, be able to balance time and hang out with my family, um, you know, instill good values of, like, it's not all about work. The message that you're saying is, yes, you could still do it. You could be a mom. You could still own your own law firm. And you could still make time for your, your kids. You just have to be present in whatever you're doing. I think that's the most important thing. Oh, so I if love you're that. working, stay present in your work. Don't think about, I need to spend time with my family because you're not actually staying in the moment. I feel like you're speaking to me right now. Right? And it's so hard. And so I've been really practicing being present. So when I'm with my baby, I'm not going to be on my phone. I'm not going to look. And that's why my social media posting has kind of gone down because I've just been spending time with the baby without thinking about, oh my God, I got to post content. So question... If you start to create this content about, you know, working mom, would you do it under the same account? Like, just to start conflicting the well, ideas? that's a good point. But I think I would just do it under the same account. Okay. Because, you know, it's, it's me, like we said. Right. I am more than just a lawyer. And so if people are just following me for law content, that's fine. But I'm still going to branch out, you know. I'm not going to make it majority of my posts. But and they I, could scroll. I mean, they, they can, can just go to the next one, And I right? could sprinkle in different videos like, okay, today will be for law students. Tomorrow will be for working moms. You know, today will be about personal injury. You can mix it up. I think there's a good way to blend it together. Being present with whatever you're doing at the moment, whether that's with your family or with your work or just having fun. Thank you so much to Tally Goody for everything she shared with us today. If you found this story valuable, please share it with someone you want to see succeed and leave a five-star review. It goes a long way to help others discover the show. Catch us next week on Tip the Scales with me, Maria Monroy. Hear how the best in the business broke out of limiting beliefs, overcame adversity, and built a thriving, purpose-driven business in the process.